Hello? Dude, I can't hear you. Hold on. Hey. Hey, can you hear me now? I can. I'm so sorry. I had it on, on, on my calendar that we were doing this at 4.30. I'm so sorry that I... Oh, no problem. But that's Eastern time, so... Yes. This, I, uh, so I was... Um, it's my son's birthday today and my dad's birthday, too. So I was out buying all the groceries uh -huh. for the party tonight, so... Awesome. Um, all right, but I'm 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 here with you now. Thank you so Thank much. You we really appreciate it. My my my, uh, my sincere apologies for making you wait. Oh, not <laughs> a problem. We're just glad to have you here. Yeah. So, uh, if you're all right, we have just a couple questions for you uh, to build some oh, yeah. excitement for the concert coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of party planning going on downstairs, so I'm in the spare bedroom. I'll see if I can. Like, is this a weird look with nope. uh, a bed behind me? That's perfect. Like that? so, all right. All well, right. Let's do it then. Let's do it. So we are so excited to have you here in Jamestown, New York for a concert Saturday, August 21st. Can you give our listeners a brief overview of who you are and what your music is all about for those who don't know you? A brief overview. I, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that. There's a lot, there's a lot to a person, you know, that's. That's tough. Uh, I'm a little bit distracted by my in environment right now, so I will tell you one thing about me. I'm a dad, and it's actually one of my son's birthdays today, and all of the birthday planning and decorating for his party this evening is, is, happened down, is happening downstairs, so I'm in, the, uh, I'm in the spare bedroom right now so to do the interview. Um, let's see. I've been doing... Well, I'll share a story with you. Uh, I uh, I didn't grow up in the church at all. Um, I grew up on the road with my mom's bar band. And uh, what that looked like is we would hop in this old uh, converted school bus and drive all across the tri-state area up in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, into the, uh, the Dakotas a bit. And uh, we'd arrive at the bar, haul in the gear, you know, and then uh, my mom would stick me on a stool at the bar while she'd go on the stage to sing, you know, the Doobies and the Eagle Brothers, excuse me, the Doobie Brothers and the Eagles and Heart and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and she'd have me at a stool at the bar so she could keep an eye on me while she's working, you know. And uh, so that was just me as a five-year-old just hanging out at the bar, you know, around a lot of music. and. Um, I remember I, I, I complained about the smoke a lot, you know, but I did have a bottomless glass of root beer and my Star Wars action figures. So it was a good life. And the truckers who were there, I think they have, I think they liked having a little boy hanging out at the bar, you know, probably because they missed their own kids because they were on the road, you know, and they would talk Star Wars with me and teach me how to play pool. And uh, I think probably a lot of that is illegal now in 2021, but. Back then, you know, I guess it was cool. And uh, so I grew up, I didn't grow up in the church, but I did grow up around a lot of music. And so I suppose it's it's not really a surprise that the first time that I heard God speak to me was through music. It was through uh, a song by my favorite group. The first music I cared about was Simon and Garfunkel when I was a little mm. kid. 
Um, after that, it was Kenny Rogers and then Kiss, but I'm not going to go into that part of my story. But um, but I loved Simon and Garfunkel, and there was a lot of chaos in my life at the time. You know, uh, my my parents were in the midst of a, a very ugly divorce and custody battle, and we were living at my grandparents' house. My grandpa was a good man, but he was an alcoholic. You know, so there was just a lot of volatility and uncertainty and. And uh, into all that chaos, the Lord knew how to speak what he wanted me to hear in a language that he knew that I could hear it. And uh, I remember being on an errand with my grandpa, and uh, it was uh, winter in December, so he left the car running when he went into the liquor store. And the radio was on, and on the radio comes a song by my favorite group, Simon and Garfunkel, and the song was Bridge Over Troubled Water. And I'm five, maybe six years old at the time, and this lyric is pouring through the speakers. When you're weary, when you're feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I will dry them all. Like a bridge over troubled water, I will lay me down for you. And something in my heart went, hey, I want you to know this is how I feel about you. This is my heart toward you. And I had this sense of a presence with me, you know. I didn't have language for it. Nobody was talking to me about God. I, I, I don't know that I'd ever been to a church or any, you know anything like that. Don't think I could have made that up. I don't think I could have contrived that, you know. Mm. And um, anyway, I, I just, I felt something speak to me through the music. And I believed that voice, you know. Um, so ever since the beginning, I've always experienced music as one of the ways that God speaks you know thank you uh it's quincy jones who said that music is the voice of god you know and i think there's there's truth in that so um you asked you know a little bit about who i am what i do that's the best meaningful summary i know how to give you is that i i, I write songs because i believe that god that that's one of the ways that God speaks, not because I write such great songs or anything like that, you know, but, but just because there's, there's something about music that opens us up. Right. You know? And, um, anyway, I, I just, I experienced that with music. I experienced it as, as healing, as one of the ways that God spoke to me. And, and I always just wanted to be a, a part of that. So. Mm, that's amazing. Well, your latest album, Order, Disorder, Reorder, it seems to really uh, connect personally with people. What was your whole intention when you wrote that, uh, and what have you seen as the impact that people have been impacted by it? Well, like I was saying, you know, I, I, I think there's something magical about music and the way it opens people up, you know. Um, there's a magic in language too and and i i'm i'm i mean that technically you know i mean you look at the bible it it, it opens up with god speaking the world into existence you know and then at the beginning of the gospel in the beginning was the word and the word became flesh and 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 there is this idea that runs throughout scripture of the power of words of of language that they are world making, you know, um, and I've 
I've had this experience. I'm sure you, I'm sure you have too. And everyone who's hearing this, when when you're going through something difficult and it's confusing and and you have a problem and, and you're trying to solve it, and then all of a sudden you hear the right word at the right time, and it like burns away the fog mm. and gives you this new perspective. You know, um, an example of that that is mildly humorous, amusing, maybe, is uh, I was I was on the road with my buddy Nathan Johnson, who's played electric guitar for me, and we love looking for the, the cool coffee shop uh, in whatever town we're in, you know. So uh, I'm with him in Columbia, Missouri, and uh, we find this cool coffee shop that he'd scoped out, and we go in there and we order, and I order my you know, lavender caramel rose petal latte extra whip you know um and then he ordered a uh, ristretto americano and it just came and it was just black and i was like man nathan i i i wish i liked that like i've i've tried for years to like that but i i just i really like my my sweet lattes you know and i had a sip and i and i thought it was delicious you know and nathan said yeah i used to like the drinks that you order, you know, and then all of a sudden, one day I just felt like I was I was drinking a lot of hot milk, <laughs> and I was hoping. And I just a moment ago I'd had a sip and I and I I loved it, and, and I was looking. I was like, oh man, he's right, you know. This is just a bunch of hot milk, you know, which sounds disgusting, right? And I had another drink, and I didn't like it anymore. And uh, so, literally for like twenty years. I had tried to train myself to like more uh, espresso forward coffee, you know, and I couldn't get there. And all it, all it took was one comment from my friend Nathan, and it rearranged everything. It rearranged the way that I, I saw my drink, the way it tasted to me, changed everything. And from there on, I, I, I liked espresso forward drinks. Anyway, I was thinking about that, about the power of words. I just heard a combination of words and it changed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even the way something tasted to me, you know. And that um, began me on a journey of combing through my story, looking for moments when a mentor or a friend sp spoke a handful of words to me that, that changed everything, you know. Um, and, uh, and that became the basis for a lot of the songs I wrote for that record, including the title track, Order, Disorder, Reorder. That was language that when I heard it, it, it changed things, you know, like it, whenever I'd go through something painful or difficult, uh, I would be highly anxious and I'd feel like a victim. I'd feel powerless. And my mind would always go to one of three places like, oh no, I must have done something wrong and God is angry with me and that's why this is happening. Or maybe he doesn't care about my life. Or maybe he doesn't exist. And those are the three, three places that my mind would be tempted to go in the midst of, of chaos and difficulty and things going wrong, you know. Um, and then I heard that language, you know, I'm being transformed as I move from order into disorder into reorder. I'm being transformed as I move from order into disorder into reorder. And there was something about that language that gave me a new category for disorder. And 
to see it as a place of advancement, as this uh, place that I had to go to to become who who I most want to be, you know, as opposed to, oh, no, everything's going wrong, you know. Well, maybe actually everything's going right. And Mm. maybe you're right on time for, you know, maybe all the things in your life have converged at this moment right on time to uh, help you level up, you know. Now, that can be tricky. Like I, I'm, I'm not a person who has the f- faith to say that everything that happens is God's will. I don't want to say that. Um, I do have the faith to say that no matter what happens, I believe that God is able to redeem it mm-hmm. and, and, and is able to work it for good, you know? Um, so, you know, for example, I went through a, a horrible divorce that nearly broke me and maybe it did break me, you know, I, I'm, I'm still recovering from it years ago. Um, I don't believe that God caused that, but I certainly see how he produced a lot of good fruit in my life through it. You know, it wasn't wasted for sure. Um, I think of my friends who, when I was married, and if I had a friend who's going through a a divorce and I think about the advice I would give them and and the ways that I would be with them, and I'm, 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 I'm very embarrassed and remorseful over some of the things that I would say that now I understand, oh, that was not helpful. That may have made things worse for them, actually, you know. But the experiences I've gone through now have made me very capable of ministering to people who are in the midst of that, you know. Um, anyway, you know, that's just one example. But so I, I think you're asking me, what I hope people would experience. And, and, um, a lot of that is, uh, you know, I, I, I've, the songs I've written are born out of moments where I got some new perspective that really changed everything. And I'm just trying to pass that along. Mm. I want to share the medicine. So. Absolutely. And what are some of the ways you've seen people as you've been touring and performing your music and it's on the radio? What are the ways you've seen people respond to this album uh, and some of your other albums as well? Um, so many of my songs are trying to take an authentic... They're trying to authentically approach pain and not offer easy answers, but, but, you know, being, being truthful and, 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 you know, pain is a very intimate place in a person's life. It's, it's holy ground really, you know? Um, and, uh, I meet with people after the shows all, all the time who, who are um, very, they, f- they tell me that my music has been a, a good and loving companion uh, on some of 
the darkest roads that you know that they've had to walk and so that that means a lot now at my concerts i'll say like you know we'll go into that stuff but you know at a concert you can only go as deep as you as you go high you know so so uh there's a lot of humor a lot of laughter at my shows and 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 because man if we can laugh together then we're going to feel safe enough to cry together mm. if we need to you know and, and and so yeah that's awesome and what can as we're preparing for this concert people are uh, interested in it what can they really expect at this concert what can they look forward to taking away uh to help them in their faith Well, I guess they can expect to receive what they expect to receive, right? And what I mean mm -hmm. by that is, you know, we're, we're uh, we come, and if we are if we are tuned in, the Lord will speak to us, right? And and, and um, you know what? I heard this guy years ago. He was a poet, and uh, he he did um, a reading of his poetry for us, and uh, he said that that um, we read poems not for the words, but because of the quiet place it creates inside of us, mm. where the great mystery speak to us. I would call the great mystery the Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit. And um, so it's my hope when people come to a concert, it's my belief. I trust this, actually, because I know that this is how God works, that, that, that uh, if people will pay attention, if they'll bring their attention and their curiosity, they'll hear something. The Lord will, will speak something. And it may have to do with the song, um, singing at the time or who knows you know like when you hear a preacher speaking there's the sermon that the the preacher is preaching but then there's also the sermon that the holy spirit is is kind of mm. speaking to you as it's um, pulling things out between the lines you know um i just i trust that whenever we gather together and open our ears and give our attention that the spirit speaks, you know, mm. so, yeah. And, and then, you know, besides that, I, 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 I think people can expect to laugh and enjoy themselves and, and we can try to tell the truth together and be truthful together. And yeah, I don't think people come to concerts to hear music mm. because we can hear music at home and in our cars and, without all the hassle of going somewhere, right? I think we come to to concerts like this because people want to be changed, mm. you know? And they're, whether they're completely aware of it when they walk in the door or not, I, I, I think we are there because we are hoping for a life-giving word, something mm. that can change us, change things, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, as we wrap this up, what would be a last thought of encouragement uh, that you would give for our viewers? 
Oh, I, 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 I don't know. Is there something specific that might be too broad? There's a, a lot to be. Well, you know, yeah, I got something. I would say that I think the most life-changing thing we can do is let God love us. Mm. If we can just, if we can let God love us, that just a lot of other things will kind of work themselves out. Ooh, Amen. You got a dog mm-hmm. over there, sounds like. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's okay. But and I think that's I think that's difficult for us to do for some reason, you know. But uh, actively letting God love us will produce a lot in our lives, is my experience. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was yeah. so good to have you. Thanks for waiting on me again. Uh, not a problem. So, cool. <laughs> well, we look forward to having you in about two weeks. That sounds great. I look forward to it too. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, brother. All right, we'll see you you then. Bye. Bye.